Welcome back to the APA. It's a Saturday morning and we're recording. Uh, you know, we we don't really have normal recording days anymore. I think no. it's just whenever. It's just a day that ends in Y, baby. You guys <laughs> see right. any good bands lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a matter. Could of that, that be a reason why we didn't record normally this week? That's quite possibly look, the look, reason. I'm not pointing any fingers here, Zach. <laughs> look, I'm okay with us having not recorded then because I had a paper to write. So, no, right. fair enough. see, right, we so, all did it. We did it for Josh. Actually, yeah, it's Josh's that, fault. Yeah, yeah. You, you all went to King Giz for Josh. Yes, yes. We I ended up going we to did. sleep yeah. at nine o'clock and then woke up at four and wrote the paper. So <laughs> we did. It. We dedicated our our. Our tickets to Josh. Yep. While we're there. <laughs> we did. We did. Appreciate it. You were definitely yeah. on the forefront of our mind while we were yeah. sitting there watching King Giz just I, fucking uh, slay. Really hope I was not. <laughs> you, I love you, but you weren't. I love you, but you. Well, weren't. now it hurt. Well, I, mean, you I were do kind that of to in people. the back, <laughs> rattling around there. Some, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say you're in the forefront, but you were still making echoes. They ain't there, worried yeah. about you. Get out of here. <laughs> They're not worried about me. I mean, I, mean, uh, I yeah. am, but I mean, like, King Gizzard was, was King Gizzard was awesome. They yep. they slayed. They played a nice um, set list, like that covered ten albums. You know, so <laughs> so a yeah. year and a half Couple of years. their catalog. Yeah. No, yeah. They, they actually went. They actually went back a lot further than I expected them to. Like so the it was, first couple songs they played, I had never heard. I was yeah. like, oh boy, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine that's not hard for them to do, though. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I've been a little, I'm not going to say obsessed uh, and listening nearly nonstop recently. You should, though. But because maybe you I, are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of their early, early stuff, you know, some of their middle stuff. What's very light on their late and recent stuff. Yeah, that know? was. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, it's a band, and they recently, in October of 2022, whenever you're listening to this, put out three, three new yeah. albums in yeah. October mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the show October. that we went to this got like couple days ago. Also in October. Also in yeah. October. Yeah. They only played, what, two songs from Iron Long? Well, no. Yeah. Oh, well, Magenta Mountain was from... Not the three new releases. Well, they hadn't had time right. to learn them yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, you know, it was it was yeah. cool that they played one of my early favorite songs of theirs, like when I first was getting into them. Like the song that kind of got me into them was a song called Crumbling Castle. Mm. Yeah, and they Polygon played that. Land. Yeah, yeah and it was, that and Fourth Color. Both of them. Yeah, it was from great. That. Y'all, yeah, the great. dudes behind us the lost names their fucking Gizzard song. <laughs> when that song came on. Like yeah. they, I thought they were going to have like a heart attack. They played something from Flying Microtonal Banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another <laughs> Man, album, Zach. I feel like you're just trolling <laughs> me. See, like, no, 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 no. Here's a troll. Here's a troll. There's one album that's called Ice. Death, planets, lungs, mushrooms, lava. Yep. Shut up. Yeah. 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 IDP LML for short. It's great. Yep. yep. And then like l- laminated denim. Yep. I love that. It's hard yep. for me to say, but I love it. <laughs> this is a cult. <laughs> I, uh, I saw a really good band recently, actually. I, you know, I went, to, I, I just got back from Nashville last weekend. Oh, right on. And obviously I went, you know, I mean, I saw a lot of bands right it's like you, you can't like country it's like 
No, no, no. I mean, oh, okay. more, than, more than country music. has played in Nashville. Yeah, I was yeah, not aware. A lot of, a lot of shit gets played that. in Nashville. Um, <laughs> but one night, I just like walked like a block from my hotel just to get like some food, you know. And of course, like every, every restaurant, like it's like a you know bar, bar type. It's got bands got playing or whatever, right? And uh, this was like not on Broadway, nothing on the main drag or anything. It was like just like a little hole in the wall street with like several bars uh, on it. And there was this band, and it was like a trio, and it was like you could tell these dudes like grew up playing black gospel in the church, like clearly, right? Like it was a bass player, an acoustic guitar player, and the third guy would beatbox and then loop the drum beat, and then he'd be mm. playing like some sort of percussion instrument as well for the for the nice. beats. But they were doing like three part harmonies on songs, like it was all mostly covers. They played like two originals, but were really good, but. Uh, three-part harmonies on tunes that you'd never heard three-part harmonies on. It mm-hmm. was awesome. And they were called the Magi. So shout out to the Magi. They were really great. I really enjoyed them. But here's how many like albums have they released this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably zero. Probably zero. But, here, but speaking of releasing an album, two bars down on the same street, like, like, like not even a block, like I'm talking about two, two buildings down. There was this huge line all night to get into this other bar, and I could not figure out, like, what the fuck? Why were people standing in line to get into this dive bar, you know? Well, it turns out that two blocks down, not two blocks, but two bars down from where I was spent all night, fucking Taylor Swift had released an album and was signing albums inside this other hole-in-the-wall bar in Nashville, and... That's why there were like hundreds of people lined up outside to get Did in. Did you go get your shit signed ah, by T Swizzle? No, I didn't go get no T Swift. You didn't bring shit. my record collection oh with my you God. to get signed. I don't Terrible. give a dude. fuck, dude. Terrible. But, I, but it, it was interesting. Ta- you, you're sleeping on that new Taylor Swift, bro. Oh, Taysway, she's no. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the new Taylor Swift. What's your favorite track on, it's, the, new, on the new T Swift? It's her new dark album. It's called Midnights, and she like gets electronic with yeah. I'm oh, serious. I didn't know. I didn't realize she had. Yeah. Okay, I was uh, I, the I, celestial I pomegranate. <laughs> I would <laughs> that, listen that's to a that. King Gizzard song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I can't have tell you. Have you listened you my to fa- it for real? Um, I have listened to a few tracks on it. I keep up with it because T Swift is Aaron's favorite. Like mm. from, from, from no doubt, her childhood, yeah. Um, and and so I, you know, I text her. It's like, how's the new Taylor Swift album? She's like, Oh my god, Dad, it's awesome! Yeah. <laughs> and so Naturally. she gave me a couple. She gave me a couple to listen that's, to. I mean, you know, that's it's really Taylor sweet, Swift. actually, dude. Yeah. That's really sweet, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard a couple of T Swift songs. That listen, I'll, Matthew I'll, loves yeah. Taylor Swift. Like, we had like a real big contention. Like, I made fun of him. He was like, Motherfucker, listen to the songs. And I was listening. I was like, Okay, well, actually, this isn't bad. <laughs> So I just pulled up the album first time. I didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, About half of the tracks have explicit labels on them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She went went in, dude. Yeah. Does she drop an F bomb? (laughs) She said, fuck you, motherfucker. Dude, you think Taylor Swift doesn't curse like a sailor, bro? Come on, man. That's just an image, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. well, that's what she's shattering. She's shattering that image. Listen, good for her. Like, I I may check it out. I may check it out. They pull it up on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't going to stand in line for three hours to get her to sign an album I've never heard. Okay, yeah. that's fair. all right. That's okay, fair. Um, we're gonna di- we're gonna diverge just a second. So on the way down to King Giz, I was listening to an episode 
of APA, the one where we just went up, like the most recent one that's out currently with, well, when you, anyways. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I know. When Ziva and Mike went up and saw the two This is the most recent episode that's out. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) When we went up, when we went up and we saw the the Exekits and, uh, and everything, and you said at one point, you know, I came in like a wrecking ball with that one execute, and in my mind, as I was listening, all I could see was Miley Cyrus merged with an execute, like just swinging across the room. How and fucking cursed is that? <laughs> Get out of here! Mary. I had to share it with y'all because it's in my brain. Yeah, if I'm so now we have it. to experience. Well, as no, well. that's exactly yeah. the image I was trying to conjure with that. So I'm glad that it was for you. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you calculated, huh? But what I'm was, saying is, I want that. That that art, so fan art, please. It's, See just, it's just a banter with those little like top ponytails and flabby chicken wing butt cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you just went in them. Oh my god, dude, what? <laughs> Uh, so Molly's well, doing her best, it's a, okay? You know, it's a good thing Molly's never going to hear this. Listen, Molly Cyrus is actually an it. avid listener, and she loves this. She loves it. Is she, though? I, I would, like to I would kick it with Molly, but Hell like, yeah. them, like, mm-mm. But that booty It ain't getting it. It made me spit my coffee a little bit. Let's pivot to body shaming Miley Cyrus on the let's show. Not. Let's not do that. Let's, you know what? Let's, Veto. Let's um, make a choice to not do that. How about that? Actively move away from that decision. Okay, well, I guess we can play some Starfinders. <laughs> coffee about those. Uh, if, we can't, if we can't realize our, our true calling, <laughs> then we can Before that, I've been Starfinders. listening to the first track off Midnight's. It's not bad. Well, now I'm going to listen to it. Okay. It's right, not bad. I'll listen to it. I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see we'll what's up. We'll put it in my ear holes. And with not that, right now. We're doing? Because right Segway. now we got to play Starfinder. Guys, come yeah. on. Focus up. Yeah. Oh, now yeah, we got to yeah. put sorry, Starfinder sorry, sorry, sorry. in the people's ear holes. I did it. There you go. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you guys remember what's going on? You guys got uh, to have a damn clue. The world's ending. Well, playing live and let fly. Getting there. <laughs> Going to the world ship where Bantrids reemerged from. Uh, okay. That over, it was a pre-gap thing that happened, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, like way pre-gap. Way, so way. Of years. Pathfinder. Yeah, type. so like, so like they're, they're off, like, off into the, in, out in Narnia doing their stuff uh, on their, their lifeless ship, or I guess it's still life-sustaining, and reemerged, and we're heading to there? Yeah, Hib. Or... Are the moon formerly known as Hib? Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, you guys came here to rescue Weldy and found out that a much bigger situation was happening. And basically, um, the what was once the full planet of Jeddarat, like, was a full Civ base, you know. Mm-hmm. And that it's waking up and it was sending a signal to Hib, which you've then deduced that Hib is likely to be the world seed. The world seed, which was a generation ship that was sent was gonna be sent by the Civ to go like out and and 
populate other galaxies, but there was a revolt at the from the Bantrids, who were the enslaved race of the Civ, um, and they revolted and like through great sacrifice, almost all the Bantrids died. Um, but before they did, they sent a bunch into the world seed and the leader of the revolution launched the world seed before the Civ were ready. And they, and, and as thus all these Bantrids went into cryostasis and was like lost to the skies for a while. Well, it got caught in the orbit of Leovara bunch of stuff started piling around it and it became the core of what you guys now know as Hib which some years ago, about seven years ago, was recently awakened or populated by a bunch of Bantrid who just emerged out of the ground, out of these towers that were there um, with no memory of anything and so it's a big deal, it's a big deal Um, immediately at this point you guys have turned off the quantum signal and um, are headed back to the cabin to talk to Ott, Miss Knott rather uh, about what you found and everything like that and get yourselves probably ready to go to HIP to investigate this further but let's, uh, let's start with you guys back at the lodge talking to Miss Knott. Uh, and we'll just say that, you know, you guys kind of share everything. They were watching through... Yeah, they had the, they had the camera, yeah, they're, right? They're, yeah. yeah, right. Um, and that, like, basically, Miss Knott, who is a representative of Abadar Corp, wants you to go to Hib as a investigating team for Abadar Corp to continue investigating these ruins that you know what what was it sending to him what was the what was happening what's the result of this signal right that was being sent to him slash the world seed and she has a contact there named Uso who is a Bantrid uh he is one of Abadar Corp's associates in the city of Starward. Uh, he is an executive assembly member. Do you guys want some more information about Hib? Like, trying yeah. to kind of like figure out how to how to move forward because there's like, what do you guys want to know? So real quick, you, I'm sorry. What was what was the name of the Bantred contract contact? Ooh. Uso, USO. I threw an extra U in there because I'm fancy, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so any kind of additional information about Hib, maybe that's not just surface level information, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of information I can give you, but um, we'll start with can, that. I mean, can we like roll some checks or something? Yeah, I'm going to give you kind of what everybody in the packed worlds would know and certainly what Ziva would know as a politician of Absalom Station and having kind of long-term goals of being part of the packed world council and all that kind of stuff and everybody all of you would know this this bit anyway um that it was a shepherd moon 
of Liavara. Uh, it was once considered to just be a dull, dreary, and most of all, extremely smelly lump of rock. <laughs> Um, it had little interest to anyone except very particularly and peculiarly dedicated astrobiologists. Then uh, in th 313 AG, scores of massive vault towers, not unlike the ones that you just explored, uh, moved by some unseen force, rose from beneath his surface. Uh, many of the towers were damaged by time neglect or whatever but there were a handful that still functioned and when they moved to the surface they just disgorged in entirety the the, the whole of all bantrids like mm -hmm. came out of these towers and they the bantrids themselves have no memory of anything that happened before you know, and so there's this weird dynamic now where bantrids are positioning themselves to be integrated into the pact worlds, but there are a lot of different factions on Hib and within the bantrids. Um, and at this point, culture check. So there's, there's. I can give you some information about the geography, the society, some of the conflicts and threats that are on Hib, and then some of the notable locations. What you know? What are you guys interested in? Okay. Um, I'm thinking culture check. I'm gonna do that now or ask sure. first. Yeah, no good. Yeah. Oh, what a garbage roll. Thirty six total. I mean, that's still plenty good. I rolled you know? a two on the <laughs> die. Mean, so. Right, right. Um, but you have a crazy amount of bonuses plus yeah. an extra D six, so like, you know, it all washes out. Um so the big thing the big question for Bantrids right now is what is their what is their identity? Like, you know, what is their society? And they they're all trying to like kind of figure that out. Um, some Bantrids, you know, individualistic Bantrids have left Hib and just immersed themselves in the other cultures of the Pact worlds, and you know, just kind of figured out the the galaxy. But there's you know a big part of the Bantrids that stayed on Hib. They they want to find their own identity and, be, and avoid being absorbed into any more culturally pervasive societies. They don't have anything against the pack worlds, but it's just not theirs. You know what I mean? And so there's this, this huge gap of, you know, forgive my terminology there, but of, of knowledge of who, who they come, who they are and where they come from. Um, Even it's just more that, so than other races and yeah, species. Right. Everybody's got that a little bit because of the yeah. gap. But, yeah. but right. like we know where they come from now. I mean, yeah, we all know, but like yeah. nope, that's not at all it's like common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this it's is right. recent it will be discovery. After, <laughs> after this footage makes it off of uh, right? Yeah. Like, well, that's kind of messed so up. So the footage right? that you guys that have was not have attached been, to yeah. the press. Yeah, this that is, is just this is for directly researchers. for. So we have this horrible secret of their origin that we have to carry with us, essentially. Right. So, right. so the, it might be important to know what these different factions are. Yeah. And yeah. So you can navigate that, right? Yeah. Um, they're trying to construct this shared culture, and um, you know, some are trying to set out to write the great bantered novel or choreograph the great bantered ballet, you know, but there are four social movements 
uh, that the, have gathered. The bantered Bob Dylan. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're looking for the bantered T Swift, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> cultural uh, touchstone, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there are four social movements that have gathered a critical mass of adherence, okay? There's the Republic of Hib, the Abadar Corp Hib, the Unbroken Sphere, and the Church of Sleep. I'm going to um, need you to repeat that. Republic of Hib, Abadar Corp Hib, the Unbroken Sphere, and the Church of Sleep. Thank you. The largest of these factions is the Republic of Hib. And they are a a digitally mediated democracy modeled loosely on the Barathu confluence. Um, The Barathu are these creatures that are like really gross looking. They kind of look like brains or like crustaceans and then have a bunch of tentacles that like... Like space jellyfish. It's grosser than that. (laughs) They're native to Leovara, right? Uh, They are... um, Within, yeah, they're, I think so. Um, they were the first to make contact with the Bantreds when the Bantreds came out. So, Republic of Hib is kind of this democracy that, as I said, it's modeled after the Barathu. Um, and the Confluence is already keeping careful watch over its Laverian cousins. It surprised uh, no one when the first outsider Bantreds met were by a Barathu delegation. Um, but the Barathus were friendly, you know. They have a message of co- cooperation and unity, and the Bantreds enthusiastically accepted that. Um, and they put those ideals into action. They are The Republic is formally a representative democracy with an elected college of framers. It uses personal electronics to put questions of law directly to the electorate. The College of Framers has the important duty of framing these questions. About half of all Bantreds consider themselves members of the Republic, and they're heavily involved in the creation of the new Bantred identity. Well, Abadar Corp arrived close on the heels of the of the Brathu confluence. And since then, Abadar Corp did. Hib has grown into the planet's second major function, or faction. The uh, uh, Abadarian Bantrids tend to be pragmatic, if not a little pessimistic, believing that the first priority for Bantrids is to develop an economy, not a culture. They are keenly aware that Hib has little in the way of natural resources and no real industrial base aside from a few ancient vault tower manufactories. The Abadarians fear that if Bantrids can't become economically useful to the rest of the packed worlds, they will forever exist on impoverished periphery, doomed to lose their best and brightest to emigration as Hib stagnates. Therefore, the Abadarians search for any angle or economic niche that could let Hib become a full member of the packed worlds. Approximately a third of all the Bantrids support the efforts of Abadar Corp Hib. So, so they're like Hibertarians? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, uh, I mean, not really, though, because they're they're expecting the government to be heavily involved Mm -hmm. in the economics, and that's going to be how they put themselves on the map. So uh, they're extremely capitalist um, in that sense, just because they feel like that that is their only way that they can be taken seriously. (laughs) I feel like the Abadar 
Abadar Corp had come in after the. You said they came in after the Republic was formed, or like they're the yeah, second after faction. Republic of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. nice Republic you got there. It'd be a shame if somebody corrupted it with our money. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Unbroken Sphere is a much smaller group formed in reaction to off-worlder influence on Bantred society. Spherites believe that Bantreds were once a highly advanced technological species who designed the vault towers. Many of the planet's inhabitants, including Bantreds and other species, also hold this belief. However, Spherites also think ancient Bantreds ruled the Pact Worlds and created many <laughs> mysterious oh, Bantred supremacists. No, yeah. uh, oh, I can't wait to bust that bubble. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that they created many mysterious technologies in the ruins that dot the system. This philosophy becomes truly dangerous when spherites insist upon Bantred superiority over all other intelligent species. Yep, there we go. and claim that Bantrids are destined to cleanse Hib of mm. off-worlders before taking to the skies and conquering the rest of the system. All right, well, and the seeds the, of the war have begun. Yep. And uh, uh, guess what, guys? Problematic. We're going to have to kill some of them bad boys. I'm telling you, Probably. I'm calling it right the fuck I mean, now. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> More space <laughs> Nazis. Oh, no. <laughs> right, right. First off, can we just remind the listeners, Bantrids are small creatures with a weird... Like Rolly organic ball. Roll ball. Yeah, yeah, they're like knee height. They are small. Yes, yeah. they are they small. Are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we keep yeah. misunderstanding that because, like, I do they not see big. them in my head as small, yeah. right? Yeah, they are yeah. small yeah. creatures. Yeah. The yeah. first like, time what, I saw the tall? art, yeah, I thought they were large, but they are small. They yeah. are small. Oh yeah, uh, they're like the worst supremacists ever. Then it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I can think of are the little. I don't remember their names, but the little pixel guys from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Moon and Night. The Moon and Night. Yeah. 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 The Unbroken Sphere is still puzzling out how to realize all of these assertions, but most believe their ancient forebears must have less, left advanced superweapons on the moon specifically for Surely. these purposes. Spherites are characterized by their xenophobia, anti-theist tendencies, and willingness to resort to violence. Publicly, the Unbroken Sphere claims itself a peaceful organization, but Spherite cells have orchestrated many terrorist attacks and murders of off-worlders. Bro, they literally so, just made that shit up out of... Yeah. Like, with, well... Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, that's like, kind of a big supremacist. Yeah. yeah, they're right. Except about one key factor there is that so, it was it them who was the all-encompassing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but the I will say this before I forget it. The the scary thing is they do have access to like horrific weapons because these towers were designed to hold the sieve, right? I mean, like. They were designed to hold the Bantreds as the workforce for the sieve, mm-hmm. but like, surely there's still like weaponry and whatnot available, right? For on this have, one, they ship, have access you know? to sieve tech that they falsely yeah. believe they created. Yes. Right, right. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Super, right. super dangerous. So let's okay. talk about the Church of Sleep. Yeah, they're the death cult, right? Pretty much. They're the oh, smallest no. and strangest of Hibs factions, and they believe ancient Bantreds entered stasis to avoid a dire apocalypse called the Awakened Nightmare. However, since the computers malfunctioned and woke Bantreds too early, they believe that the apocalypse is imminent. Their sleepers urge their followers to return to stasis, and their missionaries are a common sight across Hib. Um, roll another culture check. On the sleepers specifically. Okay. 
Okay. 45. Okay. Mid- Midland. 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 Yeah, it was. It's pretty bad. Um, so, you know, you've heard talk um, kind of in some of the secret channels and maybe even through some of the information that Kuiper gathered through you, you know, through that his access to spy network and stuff like that, that uh, the sleepers consider their mission dire enough to justify kidnapping others, including both Antrids, Bantrids and offworlders and forcing them into stasis for their own good. The question of who to rescue first is subject of vigorous theological debate in the church, but most sleepers agree that they should prioritize protecting the most innocent and vulnerable oh god bantered children oh god so they're literally stealing baby bantreds and shoving them into sleep pods yes there's there's cool like only one of these that's okay yep yeah like Uh, uh, oddly enough avatar is not the worst of these no not at all and and i want us to try to remember that Abadar Corp is not the same as like our perceptions of evil corporations. There are evil corporations in this universe, but Abadar Corp. Corp, yeah, mm-hmm. Edge Corp, uh, um, uh, Eclipse, Eclipse Innovations. Innovations yeah. You know, like Abadar Corp is a corporation, and there's certainly ethical things that come with just being a corporation, but they are. Decidedly neutral. Yeah, they're not wholly they, inherently bad. Uh-huh. Right, and they do like do a lot for a lot of people about helping them manage economics. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, they're not great because they are a big business, but they're not inherently evil mm-hmm. either. You know what I mean? And I do think that grabbing an economic foothold is at least a reasonable position to take. Yeah, uh, you know now Spe- where you land on what is more important culture or economic strength you know that's a that's a political much, decision right. you know uh, but I don't think it's evil yeah you I know. mean and so like the reality of it is they are trying to establish a connection and ingratiate themselves to the pack worlds to join the pack worlds and mm-hmm. if they don't have an economic foothold it is harder to do that. So, like, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I agree with that. The The two that I can take seriously are the Republic and Abadar Corp. Yeah, mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. two are just terrorists. Just yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're yeah. fucking jokes, both of yeah. them. They yeah. have yeah. no idea what the hell they're even talking about. <laughs> right, know? right. They're completely misinformed. Um, so, the biggest kind thing... Kind of like real the, life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, the biggest conflict on the planet is really between the Republic of Hib and Abadar Corp. Mm-hmm. Hib, you know, and both factions do believe that it is imperative for Bantrids to develop their own identity, their own society, and their own place in the larger packed worlds, but they obviously ha- differ over the best way to accomplish these goals. And you know, prioritized. Right. And the Republic of Hib is doing a lot to gain cultural independence and, and gain that sense of cultural identity um and so that that is their biggest goal you know and again abadar corp is looking for economic um independence to gain political independence you know it's been a loud and heated but civil debate between those two so far you know they both have strong ethos of dialogue and negotiation and they both know they're playing for public support 
Not to say that representatives of the Republic or Abadar Corp won't try the odd dirty trick, but the issue is a debate, not a war. Mm-hmm. The unbroken sphere and the Church of Sleep, however, are much more dangerous. Both of these factions have relatively small core memberships, but their followers are still quite numerous, willing to risk everything and supported by networks of silent sympathizers. Kind of like real life. Yes, yes. <laughs> so there's a lot going on uh, in Hib and, and with the Bantreds, you know. Um, at this time, I will tell you that there are 57 vault towers that have been identified, although something more might exist beneath the soil. Um, and All right, the next 57 episodes, one tower per episode. <laughs> one tower, one tower at a time. Yeah. <laughs> So, Miss Knott wants you to talk, to go investigate for Abadar Corp and meet one of the Abadar Corp Hib representatives, Uso, who sent her a message saying just recently that some of the subterranean portals that are still like, you know, the towers are up, Mm -hmm. but the big part of the towers are still underground in Mm -hmm. Hib, and that some of the portals that have been closed for like basically when the Bantrid all emerged they all came out and then like once they came out the doors to their stasis pods or wherever they came from closed and like they couldn't no matter what they tried they couldn't get them back open well recently they've reopened Um, and but you know Uso Miss Knott tells you it's like all right, y'all. Uso is an interesting character. Uh, he he really, really cares about the future of Bantrids and, and their identity and does not want to be exploited, uh, which is why he actually has worked so hard to become one of the represent, representatives of Abadar Corp Hib because he, he kind of wants to make sure he's on the team with Abadar Corp discussing what Abadar Corp is going to do. And I respect that, you know. They have been able to hold off investigation for for now because they are very afraid that this might result in some technology that could be useful for the Bantreds establishing their own economic foothold and worry that others could get in mm-hmm. there and exploit it or take it right, and turn right, it against right. them. Yeah. Um, one thing about them that I just got to give you a heads up on. He likes to sing as he talks. It's kind of a weird oh. thing. But I love they, it. Uh, it sounds like yeah. a singer. You shouldn't even be even told us. And the you should just laid it out for us. You know? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I would like you to go there and meet them and 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 see what you, see what you can find. I mean, you have direct knowledge of what's going on and I it's kind of sensitive information. I mean, we're about to upset the entire dynamic of the Bantred <laughs> order of things. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, you are the Apollo protection agency after all your, <laughs> your reputation does precede you. And well, I know what better envoy of this information than our politician friend here. Yeah. So, Council, Councilwoman Ziva? To- <laughs> as, as all of this is kind of like being discussed and she's asking us to go, like Ziva is furiously thinking about like 
the ramifications of this information, mm-hmm. like how this is going to impact, and also the fact that she's specifically asking us to go and speak to, although he is a banter, or, or although they are bantered, they are with a specific faction. Mm-hmm. So, do we, as the Apollo Protection Agency, share this information evenly? with all of the different factions or just two of the largest what's the like I don't think that they'll believe us uh, fair I enough think but some of them I, I don't think that the church of sleep or the unbroken sphere uh, yeah. will be buying I, the fact I've that agree. the, the bankers were that. created as, as a slave labor race by the city. But, right. but is it more like what is better for the the bantered race as a whole, for the packed worlds, for Hib, for Leavara, you know, like the surrounding areas? Is it just to share the information openly or to share it specifically with certain individuals like Uso and or do we know who like a faction representative for the Republic is? Um, you do. How I mean, you would like you could you could find that out. However, mm-hmm. Right now, Uso is the one that is in control of this particular tower. Gotcha. That has woken up. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And so like if you want access to that tower and like you can you can choose to go through that tower and then yeah. say what you're going to say, you know, like it's up to you guys to determine how you want to do that. Um, but <laughs> no, you know no, that right Sorry. You ahead. know that right now the faction that is control in control of the tower that has woken up is the Avadar Corp Hib. Okay, and when you say it recently, is that within like, like since these towers since here that on ta- yeah, the, basically you can you can connect and triangulate okay. that the signal that was coming out of that tower is the cause okay. of that. Gotcha. All right, then yeah, that's our first. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think to your point, though, Emily, like, I mean, the the sort of combined, like, moral and political ramifications of this situation are really delicate. And, yeah. like, like the, the more fair and egalitarian thing to do, you know, would be just let that information out. Like, let mm-hmm. out, let each, uh, uh, you know, Bantred or citizen of Hib decide for their own what mm-hmm. they want to do with it. I... You know, like it's the the icky thing to me, I guess, is that it is there. It's limited information now that can be used as a tool. Yeah, you know, to kind of get what you want and maneuver it. And I don't love that. Yeah. Um, but it is powerful. You so know, I, I I guess on this information, knowing that there is a recent situation on here that these portals are opened up you know ziva's kind of like contemplating all of this and running it through her like sort of political filters and her cultural references and all these different things um and she's she's gonna you know and this is all internal you know she's kind of thinking like until we know more about what is going on right this second in that tower on hib this information is incomplete so to share it now would be detrimental to the whole of Bantred society. We need more information before we share it with the public. Smart. 100%. So, maybe that's her and my own personal, like, trying to uh, justify keeping Uh this information, but 
That's how we're going to go with it. And that's okay. essentially what she would say to the rest of the crew. And I mean, to, I, I guess, Miss Knott. I think it's kind of a... a if you want to come out with your hands clean and your morality feeling okay, like it's kind of a lose lose because I feel like whatever you do is going to cause some yeah. form of chaos. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the nature of the beast. Well, and and it being faction based, like if yeah. you share it with a couple of factions, the other factions are for one going to not believe it or choose not to believe yeah. it, mm-hmm. but also like be angry that like why didn't you share this with, with us? You yeah. Know? So uh, Ziva would definitely say out loud, you know. Until we find out more information about what is actually happening with these opened portals on Hib, we should all keep this close to the vest. Um, Miss Not, and I'm assuming like the rest of the research, the Xeno Wardens are here with us. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, oh, we're here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> um, <I> wake up! <laughs> <laughs> I feel that this goes without saying, but we will say it anyways. This does not need to leave this room. As of right now, this is a very sensitive and delicate situation that is still evolving. We are not fully aware of what is uh, occurring on Hib and what is occurring with Bansreds across the Pact Worlds. So, let us keep this to ourselves until we have figured out a bit more of what we are doing. Are we agreed? Yeah, I think that that's that's wise. Um, uh, Well... I mean, yes, we can sit on this for some time, but we must. This is this is too big to to not share. This is the truth about it, the Bantrids. See, here's, I, the, here's the thing, though. Yeah, it's it's so big that it could cause untold amounts of death if it were to get out too soon and in the wrong way. No, I I, I understand. I just it's. It's difficult for me, uh, as a Xeno warden, to not share these discoveries. Well, no one is suggesting that we withhold this information. It's just being that we have this information, we can control its release. But who are you to control its release? Don't we don't all have, have all the, the right information to know their yet. Roots? We don't have all the information yet. Once we got everything, then yeah, it should be. Exactly. I think it should be public knowledge. I think to, but we're not there yet. To share what we know currently would be a disservice to the public because it is nothing more than brief snippets of information. We do not have the full picture, and if you only show a small section, that will incite fear and riots and that is not at all what we are wanting to accomplish here we want to provide the information but with the full scope of the situation yeah and I you know look I completely understand how you feel here but we do hold a great responsibility having this knowledge and so there's a certain amount of responsibility we have to consider as far as how to release that information to create the least amount of harm. So we don't we don't want to destroy your people with this information. What good would that do? Right? That's counter to to the entire mission. I I understand. I do. And and I I will keep this information quiet for now. But be wary of being arbiters of truth. This is not your history to share. This is the core 
of what bastards have been trying to seek. And while it might be disappointing and even disruptive for them, it is their history. I agree. I, I mean, I don't... <laughs> I wish we could just release it right now, but I, I worry about the repercussions. But at, I promise you, at some point, like, before too long, we've got to let this out. Essentially, we just need to... We need to go to here, but we need to assess the situation. We need to speak with this Uso. And once we have a... A firmer grasp on all of the available information, then it will be time to share the full picture with everyone. So, when you say everyone, you you are including the Republic of Hib and yeah. the uh, Unbroken that, Sleep and all. Zena and all that? sees this as a full-on like like release to the faction leaders to like let them know and then honestly I mean why wouldn't we just send the information to the infosphere you know mm -hmm. like I a mean, full on right. media right. So, so here's the thing that I just want you specifically to consider Emily as okay. Ziva okay. everything you do has political I ramifications know. you know what I mean and so we, you're talking to two extremely important and well known factions the mm -hmm. Xeno Wardens and Abadar Corp right now you know yeah. Why? Why would the Xeno Wardens not be the ones to release it? Considering that's kind of their gig. That's why we're say, that's why we're talking hmm. to them, asking them not to right well, now. Well, I'm saying like when the time comes, that why wouldn't that that they should be the avenue that the information comes from, based yeah. on not ours but their discoveries because you were working yeah, for them. Yeah, and not some that fucking. That is true. Giving this information out. It might be is. better received coming from them. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. 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 That's very good. Like points. we're like we're we're all kind of in this. Like we're all in the know here. They know as much as we know right now. Right, so that's kind right. of why we're having this conversation. Right. Well, I, you know, it's so a difficult they could conversation. Give it up at any point. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, right. Right. And so, but now you see that Miss Knott is a little. You know, she's like, I. I mean. You know, I, I understand everybody's points here, but we've been working very hard to establish the Bantrids as their own species and their own culture. And if we give if if we give this to to everybody on that planet, then that work gets undone. It's going to go into chaos, you know. And, and what's, I, but what's what's more important? that or the truth and while I understand your trepidation I respectfully disagree if they are trying to establish their own history their own culture their own foothold in the packed worlds having this information once we have all of the available information it may be disruptive but on the whole it will help mend the bantrids a society that is in a full-out civil war cannot then become a Pact World's member. They're going to be in total disarray. This is, I, I, you know, I, I'm troubled too. I, I, I get what Tala is saying, you know, and, and I respect that from a human standpoint, but it's bigger than that, you know. These banters are trying to be seen as, as their own 
strong and like member of the pack worlds. And if we submit, you know, send them into chaos of a civil war and they destroy what little there is there already in a fight, then that's that's lost, don't you think? I and Zayden I mean, just kind of stopped for I a mean, second. I mean, war like, is bad, y'all. Oh God. That's, you know. that's a very good point, Weldy. Yes, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. I've been reading. Um, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> um, so, like, so, okay. I'm just imagining, like, if this was The Expanse, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, like, I am much more of a, a Captain Holden, you know? Like, and what he would do is blast that shit out. Everybody be damned <laughs> yeah. because it's the right thing to right. do. Yeah. Right. You know? Everybody oh, needs to know. And now I am free from political, you know, leanings one way or the other. You know? And that's my thing with, with her. Like, she's not entirely unbiased either. Oh, no. Absolutely. You know? not like, at all. Like, not even a little. She's like, you're working for Abadar Corp. Yeah. So, like, of course you want the information yeah. just for you. I mean, she's, well, yeah, I'm she's just not, trying to play these people like yeah. they are, you know. Like, I'm just talking to, it out, man. Yeah, right. and to play devil's advocate here, you know, she's not entirely wrong. Like, it will absolutely cause <clears throat> like a massive upheaval for the Bantrets. Like, all of the work that they have built will, it won't go away, but it will certainly become kind of unstable as everybody starts to question everything and like reevaluate. And now they're more about their history. It's going to be super uncomfortable. It's going to be unsteady. It's going to be fracturous, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But we are not the guardians of this information. Like, mm-hmm. Ziva's whole point right now is just to get all of the available information and then release it to the public. Right. So right. That's, that's kind of your position now is like, let's put a pin on this. Let's gather more information. Yeah. yeah. And then and then deal with it later. Okay. All right. right. It's, you know, some interesting quandaries here yeah. right some 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 you know I, giving you a chance to work on a little bit of political maneuvering yeah. you know and and then with the rest of the group decide you know this is you guys are high level this is like has huge galactic impact mm-hmm. right you know or at least planetary impact uh for for the bantrids you know not to mention that you're all part of the information that you are going to be releasing is that there is a killer thought to be extinct you know superpower you know that that may be waking up that's kind of what I wanted to get at is that Oren as all of these negotiations are going on Oren has so little interest in the political Uh quandaries of you know the Bantreds and in his mind he's not even paying attention anymore he's thinking about the potential of a civ threat. This is technology that you know we recently just you know rediscovered and realized the potential you know damage that something mm-hmm. like that could do if the civ are still out there, or even if remnants of their technology are still out there that yeah. could be used by another species mm-hmm. who wanted to cause harm. You know, in his mind, this is so much more important than whether or not these goobers think that, that, that you know, they all need to go back to sleep or that, that they're the greatest thing since sliced bread or, or whether or not they should have their own independent culture or they should become, you know, capitalist overlords. Like, none of that shit matters to him. He's thinking about 
the larger the implications here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's, for this whole conversation, just tuned out, kind of, you know, in his own head, thinking about, you know, I guess I guess the, the larger impacts that could result from such a realization. Mm-hmm. So to very quickly, like, I just <laughs> want to get back to the political thing, just because if our other option, right, like, because we kind of identifying the factions we're like okay two of these are like really dangerous and two of these are like trying to do the right thing by their estimation mm-hmm. right but even if we like go with the two that we can take seriously and think we'll at least try to act responsibly and we give the information to them and allow them to be sort of shepherds of that knowledge and release it as they will automatically that creates enemies of the other two yep. factions who will choose 100%. to disbelieve it yeah. and just as likely might cause a civil war yeah, yeah. yeah. you know like like, mm-hmm. information should not be guarded from the people. Like, no. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's, but to Zach's point, you know, I think that we're all, uh, we, the, the characters, are all very much caught up in the, because the, the Bantrids are here, right? Mm-hmm. They're here currently. They're struggling currently. They're trying to understand themselves and their situation currently. So that's where we're focusing. But, uh, I mean, Ziva in the back of her mind is, you know, definitely kind of like, hmm, but what about them Civ? But, like, she's super hyper-focused on the Bantred situation specifically. So, if Oren were to say anything, that would spur a conversation. Because right now, she's only concerned about the information and... Well, he, he, he's, still, he's still sitting on it. You know, he's still, yeah. he's still working through it. But, uh, but for be what is something better done, like... Not in the presence. He's definitely. He's certainly not going to bring it up to all of these suits. Mm-hmm. Like he has no love for Abadar Corp. He, you yeah, know, really? yeah. Why? I mean, <laughs> he, 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 you know, he just doesn't give a fuck about all of these political machinations. It's just not, you it's know, not him. He, yeah. yeah, his 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 scope and focus is is on such a different level from like. You know, normal people. I'm, I'm not trying to. I, I, you know, that's just sort of how Oren is, right? He's just like, at this point in his life, he's just unconcerned with, you know, the kind of the day to day musings of things like cosmic mysteries, existential threats are certainly, you know, m- much more of what he focuses his attention on. I'm curious of what Kuiper thinks about all this, in the sense that, you know, you're from the Vescarium, which is a Society that was overtaken by stronger species, and yep. and all all of they've all been assimilated into the Vescarium, you know, and the Bantrids are specifically trying to avoid that, even though that's their actual history. Nail you know, on the wh- head, right there, dude. Nail on the head. I mean, that is uh, currently what Kuiper would be considering is the fact on yes, this information he would believe uh, is absolutely paramount. And regardless of what is going on with the Civ, because right now, all we know is is that we have a, a direction that we need to go that is tangible. The Civ, to, to our understanding, are an extinct species with leftover technology that could be abused by one or more factions. Okay? So, the Bantrids... Uh, the information of the of the Bantrids culture is absolutely paramount for this discussion. So, in the fact that these cultures 
I mean, like, from a Viscarium point of view, cultures have been quashed, but still, uh, that is something that needs to be addressed, and uh, withholding it is just not a not in discussion. Now, I mean, withholding it to a certain to to a limit, but like controlled release of it, but doing it through the wardens would be the best way. Makes us a neutral party. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, this. To, to be fair, I think that would be an even more complicated, like, quandary for you because the Vescarium, their, like, primary thing is conquest. And right. they're, they're not really concerned with squashing out your culture. Like, they, yeah. let, they let your culture flourish as long as you bend the knee. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's another thing is that, um, that's different from within the Pact Worlds because Pact Worlds has not really indicated that there's really been any kind of secondary citizenry as there has been with the Vescarium. Except you know? androids. Uh, yeah, yeah, with androids, but uh, they have uh, have been liberated. Yeah, there's been some know? progress there made is, in that. Yeah, there's, there's progress that is being made. But yeah, absolutely, that is well, something. What about... Well, certainly, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Good, good. I'm curious what like Mike and Fell's thoughts are, you know, on this because I I feel I have a pretty good idea of how Ziva feels. I know how Oren feels, certainly Kuiper, but I haven't really. Oh, I've already kind of said out loud in character, uh, in that Fell is not entirely sure the best way to go about doing this, and in so many words wanted to buy some more time so that we can sort it out because right now and right here in front of these people is not the time to make the decision or make the call yeah. how things F- play Fels out. kind of I'm with you fellers on this one, huh? It, yes, but not uh what do you mean by you fellers? Like, like us. the rest of the crew. Yeah, the rest of the crew. Like Yeah. 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 He's mm-hmm. he's he's very much uh this realizes the scope and the scale of how complex this thing is this issue is and it can't just be Solved or figured out in a single discussion. So mm-hmm. hoping to be able to get more time from so that the Xeno Wardens don't just like here's the information that we've seen. You know. Well, yeah. Okay. What about Mike? By the way, Heath, I, I noticed that Heath has changed his Zoom name to a West Quotariat, <laughs> which is a fucking deep fable three cut. By the way, and I appreciate the reference. That's for you. That's yeah. for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna West Quotariat myself. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh my goodness. Mike, uh, I feel like Mike is really uncomfortable with this whole thing. Like, he doesn't like having the responsibility of a people's truth and history, you know, like being in control of that. Like, that's not our job. That's not what being the APA is, you know, like typically in his mind. Um, so... He's, you know, he's kind of torn about like what's the right way to do this. He's also not very into political maneuverings, although he has opinions about the factions. You know, he's like a couple of these are all right and a couple of these are fucking not. Um, but he realizes, as as kind of I've, I said, like if we release the information all at once, it could cause chaos. Uh, if we give it to the two factions that he kind of leans toward, it could cause equal. Uh, and more defined, you know, kind of lines of delineation and lead to a civil war in that way. So he doesn't like any of it. However, 
Titanium Mike at his core is a protector, right? And the best thing we can do to protect the Bantred people right now is not release this information until we find out more. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's... he. Let's not pop shit off yet, even though he's, you know, one of the best in the world at popping shit off. Um, now is not the time, as far as he's concerned. And I think he's torn even about that, because he's like, that's more time that we are sort of um, shepherds of this information, and while we have no fucking right to it, you know? Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Well, it's a lot to think about. Um, we've spent about an hour talking about it um which is very I interesting think that's I find good. It, yeah, yeah yeah i find it fascinating um couple things did you guys make sure to add your credits that you got paid for this job to your inventory or whoever's Maybe. keeping track how many credits was it it was, it was twenty five thousand to yes. each of you oh okay well, let me check I did not. So let me go add that in there. Yeah. So that's big. Also, uh, Josh. Yes, a, wait, maybe. You did. Okay. Wait. Josh, a reminder yes. that you can increase your the tier of your ship to a tier 16. That's, okay. uh, that's all good news. And the one thing that I did not tell you guys at the end of last episode, which I should have, which I'm going to tell you now at the end of this episode, is that you leveled up. And we'll see you next week. Talk about it. We leveled up from the political discussion. Right. Right. (laughs) We got like 10 XP from that. It was just enough to push it up. We'll see you.